Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you? I'm doing good, uh, you know, still just hanging in there, doing the things. I reiterate my statement from earlier, uh, I'm old, I hate you being old. And now we're in the uh, part of where I live to where we don't have really seasons. We have okay. hot, cold, less hot, and less cold. <laughs> And so we're in the part of the time to where it fluctuates between hot and cold. And all that does is make my knee click like a starter upon a stove. So loads of fun there. Okay. Cool. But that just you know brings me back to my original statement, being old sucks and don't get old. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Try not to, uh, try not to age. And uh, try and take care of yourselves, everybody. So, um, Alright, what have you been playing in between... Get, trying not to get old. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. I've been out on the road. Not a lot, a lot this week, but enough that it's uh, taking me out. I did get some uh, 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 State of the K2 in. Got a little bit of that going. I've okay. been playing a little bit of the uh, Daybreak DLC. I've got like three achievements that I know I can get relatively easily. I'm going to do that and then just kind of be done with Daybreak. Um, not that I don't like it. It's, it's just way too grindy. And way too narrow in its scope. You know, you're in the same base with the same loadout, and it just, it, it literally looks like it might take 30 or 40 hours of grinding to, to get through everything. And for, you know, for being in that lockdown of a location, that's just nothing. Hmm. Okay. Anything else? A uh, little bit, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I've been trying out new stuff that's either free or part of the Games with Gold because I did buy two months when it was two bucks a while back. Huh, okay. So I've been playing a little bit of this and that, but nothing really of note. Okay. Uh, I've got a funny story and a rant. I will start with the funny story first. Uh, I wanted to just, for a bit of fun, it was free, I wanted to try Fortnite on my uh, laptop, the same one that I use for recording. It ran terribly. Um, but I was kind of expecting it, but to a point where, like, um, because I, I knew, like, okay, I'll, I'm installing this, and it took, like, an hour and a half to install, um, like, all together, because you have to install Epic Games, and then you have to go and install Fortnite as well, because you have to have the app, a bit like when you sign up to Steam, probably, uh, and then you have to download that app, and then go on Steam and download the game that you actually want, uh, from that, um, so yeah, I, I was kind of going in being like, okay, this probably won't work, but I want to just see if it does. Just for like one match, um, I, I, I thought I was going to play one match. Um, I didn't like change any settings on, on anything, uh, I just basically just jumped in. Uh, the game loaded okay and the menus worked alright. Um, and I had it set at low, the lowest settings, that's what I found out after I'd gone into the settings themselves. Um... And yeah, I I had jumped into two different games. On the first game, I couldn't see my character, and it looked it looked almost like the game was in first person because everything was just a bit more zoomed in as opposed to a third person view, and it it looked really weird. Uh, it it, it yeah, it looked weird in in that view to see that map because I'm because I've been playing Fortnite a fair bit this week, and I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, so I'm getting a bit more used to the map. Um, and yeah, it's weird to see that map in such a zoomed-in kind of view. Uh, couldn't seem to get my uh, pickaxe going or anything like that. I mean, it was probably swinging, but because it was running so slowly, uh, I probably I couldn't see it. Um, and then I changed the settings to uh, just to medium, because there's like low, medium, high, and then there's something else. Uh, I think it's probably like extreme or, or something like that. I, di I didn't really look past that. Uh, I just looked at the lowest setting, so I put it in medium, I thought, okay, I could probably go up a little bit, um, put the uh, frame rate up a little bit, um, and it ran okay, and I I was able to see my um, character, but it still ran to a point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to play this on the Switch, I already have it on there, I don't need it on the PC, I just wanted to see how it ran. Um, so yeah, nothing to like take away. It was a it was a harmless kind of experiment, I guess. Uh, I'm still gonna play it on my on my Switch because uh, you can do it, of course, TV and handheld. Um, we have some interesting news about um, uh, Fortnite and, and that, which we'll talk about in a bit as well. Um, 
Have you tried it on like your PC or anything? Fortnite? I I tried it on my Xbox when playing Fortnite was part of the quests that they do every month. All right. It you know, it ran okay. It was on my Xbox, so I wasn't expecting it to not run well. Mm-hmm. Um, but past that, I mean, I didn't think it was a bad game. It just wasn't really my cup of tea, as it were. Mm-hmm. So well, it wasn't anything that I felt like I needed to play. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still into Fortnite. I'm still going to play it um, when I basically feel like it. Uh, but yeah, just gonna stick to it on the Switch, so that's, uh, perfectly fine anyway. Um, but no, it was, it was almost kind of funny, because I was like, this probably won't work, and it didn't, and then I, like, turned the app off and uninstalled it and that, or deleted it, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna stick to podcasts on here, uh, which run okay as well. Um, yeah, speaking of Fortnite, I did some, uh, basically just been kind of sticking to daily objectives and trying to sort of tick them off. Uh, or get check them off kind of thing, um, and not play like too many overall matches. But if I get into like a good rhythm or whatever, and I've done my daily objectives, I'll try a bit harder to like actually win a game of Fortnite. Um, so yeah, I've been jumping in that a little bit. And but I mean, when Assassin's Creed and Red Dead are here, I'm probably gonna obviously put Fortnite on the side for a bit. Um, I've jumped in a little bit to the NES stuff that I talked about last week. Um, I do, I do just want to throw in a quick thing here as well. Nintendo came out this week and said that... Because uh, I remember last week we were talking about if your Switch um, online expires or you don't have enough money or if it doesn't get renewed uh, on your system, they now can keep the save data for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's that's better. At least they sorted out some kind of solution to that. Uh, I'm not sure what the, the rules are on Xbox and playstation for that for for, for uh, cloud saves i know that they do run them and that sort of thing so um but yeah it's good that it will at least like give you six months to you know get things back online and uh and that sort of thing um so that's good that they managed to correct that at least um yeah i'll throw in the, the fortnite news here as well um that playstation are finally allowing uh cross with fortnite uh they announced it a couple of days ago it was absolutely all over facebook in the hour that it was uh announced and lots of people seem very happy some people are still like okay don't see the big deal but it's like okay it's probably not for you then um but lots of people seem very happy and it makes playstation look a little bit better so uh what what were your thoughts when you saw that uh i mean if you think about it it's already been proven that it can be done because if you remember yeah it happened by a while accident. back yeah yeah, it happened by accident a while back. I forget exactly when. So we already knew that it could work, and then mm-hmm. it did work. Um, and there's nothing wrong with more players playing. Hopefully, it'll be a success, and it'll help Sony get their head out of their ass, because cross-play is uh, not the future, but it is something that, for games like Fortnite, yeah. is very useful. I mean, we don't really need cross-play for games like... Uh, Red Dead when that comes out, or for GTA 5 or anything like that, because there's so many people playing yeah. that it's not an issue. But for a game like Fortnite or like PUBG, to where you have 100 people go, 100 people go, 100 people go, 100 people go, yeah. obviously more people playing is better. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good that they finally decided to uh, change things. So um, I did try to go on my. Um PlayStation and download Fortnite just to see if I could log in in that, but I couldn't find uh, the menu to log out on my previous account because I actually signed up with a different email and I've been playing with that one since. Uh, but they uh, Fortnite themselves said that they're sorting out how to do that exactly. Um, but in terms of cross-play, you can still add uh, your friends into the games and uh, play with them. So it's pretty good. I saw someone post a screenshot in one of the gaming groups I was in, and they were like, "Hey, there's a PC, there's a PlayStation guy here, and there's an Xbox guy here," uh, and had the three of them kind of in their little party thing. So yeah, people are enjoying it. That's really good. Um, I probably won't use it myself. I tend to just jump in solo and just get my objectives and uh, do whatever I want with Fortnite that way. Uh, but it's good. At least uh, at least Sony finally decided to uh, to do something about it. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, should I go on my little rant? Um, yeah. Yeah, by all means, ran away. Yeah, I I don't know how much I will rant or how much uh, what what will happen exactly. Um, so I was, I was thinking this week about we won't go into too many details about Telltale uh, yet. We will be talking about them uh, a bit more in depth later in in more of the news section. But I wanted to do a little bit of a comparison per se, where I love the Telltale games. I've played 
all of them, apart from Back to the Future and Minecraft. I'm behind on Minecraft, I don't know if I will finish it, but in terms of their other main games, Walking Dead, Batman, Wolf Among Us, uh, etc. Uh, played all of them, really enjoyed all of them. Um, I guess remarkably, I've never had a single problem with the Telltale game. Um, never had any glitches or camera issues or like missing heads or any, any anything weird and silly like that, you know, video game bugs. Um, I've had full, small like frame rate dips here and there, but hey, what what game doesn't really have that these days? Um, so like, yeah, it's kind of crazy that a studio as small as that was able to entertain me so thoroughly for uh, what five years or six years since like 2012 uh, with The Walking Dead. Um, so let me go over to EA where you have game FIFA, uh, FIFA 18 and FIFA 17. Both have the same camera issues. And it's remarkable to me that a, a game made by a company that makes hundreds of millions of dollars specifically just from this game, of course they make money from their other games, has an issue in the game that involves camera issues. And um, I did tweet a little bit about this, so you can check that out if you uh, if you want to. You might have to scroll a little bit or whatever. Um, but basically the problem I've been having, and this was a problem on FIFA 17 as well, it's not it's not a new thing. Um, it might be in FIFA 19, I don't know yet, I haven't, I haven't played it. Um, it basically, because uh, I play it with my dad and we have leagues and we, we have some fun with that. It's just a nice kind of fun, casual, uh, competitive thing for us to do. Uh, I've talked about it a little bit before. Um, where the game essentially struggles to follow the ball properly, to the point where like if you're running down the wing with someone either fast or slow it, it doesn't matter the game will basically struggle to put the camera ahead of the player so you won't know who you're going to run into where the players in front of you are necessarily fair enough there's the radar but that doesn't give them an excuse but i just want to know and that might be the exception with this it might be just me having this problem but it's just do you know what i mean a company that makes hundreds of millions of dollars from a franchise because um, I've heard about them making tons of money just for the microtransactions let alone the sales of the actual games that a game would have that problem let and um, Telltale a company that's struggling and now shut down managed to not have any of that in <laughs> the time that I played it like why is that why is that a thing why why am I playing a football game that is struggling with camera issues and I haven't changed anything I've kept everything at the default option so if that's the issue it shouldn't be because I like maybe I would understand if I'd mucked about with the camera zoom settings or height you can do all that kind of stuff there's like in-depth ways you can do that I would understand if I'd mucked about with that and then the game was having problems but I've not changed anything since I've had the game um, and it's happening a lot this week as well, where I'm just like running forward with a player and I'm like, okay, I want to pass, but I literally can't see who's in front of, uh, of the other player. I can't see if I'm about to run into one of my dad's, um, players, like get tackled. And it's just, um, it's happening to both of us as well. Like if I'm running down the wi the running forward or if my dad is on his team, um, yeah, so it, it's getting really annoying. Um, what do you think of that? Uh, well, the answer is actually simple. The reason why those issues still exist is because EA has no incentive to fix them. Yeah. I mean, they have exclusive rights to most of the sports franchises. Obviously, PES soccer is there, and it's a thing. Um, but outside of that, you know, they don't. They've got exclusive to American football. They've got exclusive to you know basketball for the most part. I mean, there's little little rinky-dink kind of franchises, but nothing that jumps up and says, hey, I'm an alternative. Mm. Uh, so there's no real incentive outside of making sure the game functions on a basic level to do anything past that. And yeah. that's and that, and that that's something I ranted about either last podcast or a couple podcasts before that, back when you had the competition between the, uh, the EA franchises and the 2K franchises, mm. and they forced each other to be better. Now there's no pressure to be better. There's only pressure to be get enough sales from that first week, first month, whatever. Cover off all the costs, you know, make your profit, and then who cares? Yeah, it's you know, it, it's it's really bad. Like, um, and EA are so lucky that I mean, in terms of third party and other games, they do have competition. Obviously, there's similar games out there to things like Anthem and and some of the other stuff that they do. 
Um, but in terms of their sports stuff, because they basically own they own all the Premier League stuff. I think they have all the stadiums in there. They have all the names of all the uh, players and the kits and the and the stadiums and all that kind of stuff. And this year they paid uh, they bought the license off of uh, Pro Evolution Soccer for the Champions League stuff. So it's like they got more than enough money. It just is a game that shouldn't have camera issues. Um, and it is getting to a point where it's like genuinely quite annoying because I'm like I just want to pass forward to the next player to see if I can score and I can't see the player in front of me. So uh, they, there you go. That's uh, but uh, yeah, don't want to put too much of a damper on, on things I haven't seen other people have uh, problems with this specifically. Uh, but yeah, it's just very very annoying. Um, yeah, should we move into some uh, housekeeping and some news? Because that's about all I've yeah. been playing and stuff is uh, Fortnite mm-hmm. and that. So. Uh, yeah, speaking of FIFA, I'm going to be doing the, um, what do you call it, uh, the journey thing, because FIFA 19 is out, I think, tomorrow. Uh, I'm just going to do the journey and send the game back, because uh, obviously I'm doing the rental thing. Um, and yeah, that'll be, that'll be my FIFA 19, basically. So, because <laughs> uh, I still care about the story with Alex Hunter and that, and I want to play uh, what's apparently the final chapter. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yes, I'm going to do some housekeeping now and then we'll move into some news. So we'll see you in a minute for that stuff. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to Patreon and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Okay, so Entertainment Talk this week or the last within the last week. Um, so we're still doing gaming talk, obviously. Thank you uh, for listening to that. So we're going to be talking about Telltale and some other stuff in a, in a bit. Some free games and stuff that you can get. And uh, yeah, just a bunch of other stuff that's been happening this week. Um, we're still doing Better Call Saul. We've got uh, two episodes left. Uh, we had episode 408, which is season 4, episode 8. So we've got uh, no, episodes 9 and 10 to review in the next two weeks. That's me and David doing uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, tomorrow, the uh, Good Place comes back for its third season. I'm really excited. If you've been following me on Twitter and stuff, I just usually uh, retweet some of the funny stuff that they post because uh, they they know their own humour and uh, they are happy to indulge with that. Uh, and they're really good with it. Um, but yeah, it's really really good show. I highly encourage everyone to watch it. Um, if you if you haven't started the show yet, seasons one and two are on Netflix uh, in the UK and internationally, uh, I believe. Uh, and they also said the U.S. Netflix has got seasons one and two. If you catch yeah, up, that is correct. Yeah, if you uh, do manage to catch up and want to know where the season three premiere is, um, which will be starting tonight slash tomorrow, because uh, we'll be getting it next day on Netflix uh, for Friday the twenty eighth. Um, you can yeah watch the episodes internationally on Netflix. That's where all of them go. And then I believe there's probably like an NBC app because that's where it's aired in in the U.S. Uh, at eight seven central on uh, NBC. Uh, so yeah, you could probably catch up, I imagine, some way on on EOS app for uh, for NBC, or if you've got that recorder or something, I imagine Series Link will uh, will sort that out. Um, so yeah, go and check out the Good Place; it's really, really good. I'm really looking forward to uh, to getting started. Um, but yeah, if you want a little bit of coverage from me before we dive into season three, I did do written reviews for seasons one and two, and I of course I have done a season three preview podcast that's got its own feed and its own category on the website, so you can check that out. Uh, yeah, so Thursday, 27th September, uh, 8, 7 Central on NBC, and then the next day, Netflix International, I imagine. Uh, so go and check that out. Um, I did see a film called, uh, Mile 22 today. It's got, uh, Mark, um, Wahlberg and, uh, Lauren Cohen in. I don't think I'm going to be reviewing the film, but I will, I guess, like, recommend it. Uh, if you don't want to see it in cinemas right now, uh, it is still worth watching if it ends up on Netflix or HBO or, you know, wherever it'll probably end up in six months to a year um but i'll just say it was it was pretty good uh, i don't think i want to do like a full podcast review on it though at the moment um but yeah it was it was fairly good uh and it's nice to see lauren cohen in, in something else as well because she's of course 
Maggie in The Walking Dead at the moment, at least. <laughs> uh, speaking of The Walking Dead, next week, uh, me and David are going to be doing our Season 9 preview podcast. So we're going to be talking about all of the all the crazy news and the shenanigans over the summer of uh, the information about Rick and Maggie and uh, just... Yeah, all the craziness that's going to be happening with that. So if you want more in-depth talk about that and Season 9, of course we've got previous podcasts for Season 8 and 7 and half of Season 6. Those are in in the feeds and stuff. Um, Yeah, Season 9. It's going to be interesting at least. We'll we'll see where it goes. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Then what else do we have? Uh, Speaking of um, reviews and stuff, Spider-Man. There's some coverage out there for that now. Uh, If you want my initial review, I did an initial uh, review a few weeks ago. It was spoiler-free. But this week, me and David uh, also did a um, a review. Basically, what we mean by when we say just review is we did a spoiler-free section where I got his spoiler-free take and I put mine in uh, after I'd finished the game. And then we did go into spoilers afterwards. But as always, we give you a warning about spoilers, so don't worry about that. Uh, But if you'd like to watch me play Spider-Man itself, there is 10 Let's Plays out there. And it is the uh, current season of The Road to Platinum for Season 2. And those episodes come out on Mondays. There is two out at the moment. Um, And then, yeah, I guess the last thing to talk about is the DC shows. The uh, CW's uh, DC shows. They're coming back. Um, We've done three of the preview podcasts so far for The Flash Season 5, Legends of Tomorrow Season 4, and Arrow Season 7. Um, After we finish recording Gaming Talk here today, we're going to be doing Black Lightning Season 2. Um, and those should be kind of fun in the coming weeks. They also announced some crossover information, but we will talk about that closer to the time. Uh, so yeah, that's roughly what's happening at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org. <coughs> um, we'll see you in a minute for some news. our kind of headline this week is uh, Telltale. Um, of course, if you guys missed the news over this this week, um, Telltale have announced that they, um, they're shutting down, uh, basically. Um, the fate of episodes 3 and 4 for The Walking Dead are kind of up in the air. It's not been confirmed necessarily either way what's happening with them. I, re- I am, I am going to read uh, two quotes in a minute from Telltale. Uh, to discuss kind of what they said um, a bit more in depth. Um, but what did you think when you found out the the news? Uh, I wasn't as sh- shocked as most people were and most people seem to be. I mean, it's not that they don't make quality games. I mean, for the most part, the games that they make are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the problem with uh, Telltale has always been is that all their games are based off of licenses, and those licenses cannot have been cheap. I mean, you've got mm. The Walking Dead, you've yep. got Game of Thrones, you've got Minecraft, which would probably be the cheapest out of any of them. Maybe. Uh, you yeah. had Guardians of the Galaxy, you had Batman. God knows how much bat- that Batman license cost. Yeah. And I'd be hard-pressed to if half of them even made like a profit outside of the licensing. Mm. I mean, I've seen the sales numbers for the Batman version. And there's no way that thing made a profit. No. I don't even know what they made. They had to pay for the licensing, but that game sold less than a million units as a digital copy. There's no way they turned a profit with that. Yeah. Um, now, does it does it royally suck that they're not going to finish off Walking Dead? Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, does it suck that they're, that you're already starting to see the games not being able to be purchased? Yeah, obviously. Um, but that's that's a, the unfortunate business part of video games is that there is a business aspect to it, and you got to be able to keep the lights on. Yeah. And yeah, and they couldn't. Um, all right, so let me read the. Uh, this is the first statement that came out from Telltale. So this is before they did the update about The Walking Dead. Uh, they said for immediate release uh, today, Telltale Games make the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year uh, marked by insurmountable changes. A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning, with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. 
Uh, CEO Pete Hawley, I believe his name is, uh, issued the following statement. It's been an incredible difficult year for Telltale as we worked uh, to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time uh, trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately that did not translate to sales, which, you know, as you said, if you don't make a profit, profit sorry, you can't keep uh, the lights on. Uh, with a heavy heart, we watch as our friends leave today and spread our uh, brand of storytelling across the video games industry. Telltale will issue, fur issue further uh, statements and comments regarding its portfolio, so the games it has in the coming weeks. Then they said, let me go over to my other picture here, because uh, I took screenshots of the quotes. Uh, so this is the update from The Walking Dead and we'll talk about what we think is going to happen here. Uh, it says, hi everyone, we have multiple Walking Dead updates for you. Uh, multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping to see The Walking Dead's final season through to completion. While we can't make any promises today, we are actively working towards a solution that will allow episodes 3 and 4, so that would be the final two episodes, uh, to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, episode 2 will release tomorrow, of course that was earlier this week, uh, across all platforms as planned. We hope to have answers for you on other questions soon. And then they follow it followed up with... Um, somebody issuing a lawsuit i think it was one of their former employees because of uh work stuff that wasn't met um and they the staff that was let off didn't get any severance pay to me it literally sounds like they just completely ran out of money and weren't able to do anything they weren't able to pay these people severance whether or not you have to put money aside for that i i don't know the exact details of course we don't know these people's contracts and stuff and the the finer details of things and like you usually say with these kind of things uh we probably will never know the finer details on those things unless somebody literally comes forward and says something but again there's contracts and whatnot in place to um stop these stop some of the finer details going out into the public uh so of course they can't produce any more episodes of any of the stuff uh so like walking dead episodes three and four uh and they couldn't pay their staff um at least the ones that were let off uh severance pay because they had 20 or 25 members left who are working on some sort of telltale minecraft netflix thing i don't know if that's because when they brought up netflix i was like okay that doesn't sound necessarily like the the video game series they were working on that sounds like more I don't know, something to do with Netflix, whether it is to do with the game itself, they didn't make that fully clear. Um, but what do you think of the, the statements? Uh, I mean, it's your typical statement. I mean, yeah. there's always going to be, you know, your blanket general, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened kind of statement. Uh, there's always going to be, you know, somebody suing. That's just a given. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and as for severance, I mean, that's not anything... That's generally guaranteed. Um, and when I say generally guaranteed, I mean not every single job you have in America is going to have severance. That's completely dependent on the company and what they offer and mm -hmm. how they hire Contracts, you in. Etc. Yep. Yeah, what you signed. Uh, which we don't know what these people signed and what the what was in place, like I just said. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, but past that, I mean, the only thing you're going to do is be able to do is just sit and wait and watch how it folds out yep um what do you think regarding the walking dead uh i mean out of all the telltale games i played i like the walking dead the most because Me at too. least it gave you the most illusion of choice i mean some games you could really tell that even though you had choices you didn't really have choices uh walking dead it definitely felt like your choices had the made the most of it and had the most matter to it so yeah um i finished episode two earlier this week when it was uh released i have started life is strange but i don't have too much to say on that right now i did tweet about a couple of other things this week regarding those two games um in terms of the walking dead if we never get episodes three and four it isn't an awful place to finish the series but it's worse than obviously having a concluded story which was what was intended um, there's like small cliffhangers, but there's not like someone's about to be shot or something crazy. Um, but yeah, I won't go into too much more, because uh, of spoilers and stuff. Um, but it, it was a bit of a, like, 
setup, mid sort of season setup episode for what is clearly meant for a conclusion for the for the last two, obviously, because uh, of what they set up with the characters. Um, do you think we will see the last two episodes at any point or any form? I mean, it's always possible. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always a company that's going to have deep enough pockets that could buy out that mm-hmm. and then finish that off. The only problem is, is that, and I don't know this for sure, this is just me knowing general business stuff, that if you're going to buy out that company, that's how you would have to buy it out. I mean, technically they could sell off the intellectual property, but that goes in with their uh, licensing of the IP, and you don't know that that'll transfer over. So the best bet would be to buy out the company. The only problem with that is that if you buy out the company, you buy out the debt. And yeah. so we don't know how much debt they have. We don't know how big of an issue that would be. It might not make money. It might not make financial sense to buy that just to finish those two games and then shutter everything off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that Netflix, because obviously they own, uh, I believe they own Stranger Things. It's their original property, isn't it? Yeah, Stranger uh-huh. Things. I believe that um, they are looking for other developers to do the, the uh, Stranger Things game that was intended. Because they just essentially had Telltale be the developers. Because of course they, like I said, they own that property, so they can say like, okay, Telltale isn't making this. We'll put it out to somebody else. Whereas with the other series, um, that that wasn't the case. I, I don't think with uh, some of the others. I would be pretty shocked if in a year nobody picked up any of their properties. Because I'm not expecting somebody to just swoop and just like get every single thing they have. But like. If if nobody bought anything within a year, and I mean anything, um, to say like, okay, we'll take that Batman season three or whatever and uh, have it as as ours and continue it, I I would be pretty surprised because I think even though they they struggle to um, make profits, I I see a lot of people that um, complained about the engines and stuff. And if you just had a company with more money that came across and finished off this engine that Telltale were doing, which obviously that must have set them back a bit of money. Um, if they come, if a, if a big sort of company comes along and says, "Okay, we'll finish making the engine, and we'll take Batman or or, or whatever, or Game of Thrones or whatever property they decide to choose," um, they could maybe do that. Um, but yeah, I, I give it roughly a year, and if nothing does happen, like nothing at all, uh, I I would be pretty surprised. I think in terms of the see the thing, my question with The Walking Dead is, you have two more episodes, and that's it for the series anyway, because it was obviously planned for the final season. We don't know what state these episodes are actually in. Like, if they are completed but can't be, or they're 95% completed, like if the story's all done and everything, but there's just bugs to iron out, maybe. Um, like, we don't know if they've, what, how close they are to going gold, basically. Um, so, my question is, like, okay, if they've done all the story and uh, put in everything, but they just have to iron out bugs, and of course they still can't release it because they haven't got the money, um, then that's a, a better situation. I guess. What What do you think? It's hard telling. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, like I said, that's hard telling because you really don't know what is going on with anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we we will miss Telltale, but I I still think that their games are going to come back in in some point. It will just be it will just be a case of time. Um. But we'll see what happens. Uh. So I'll go to some of my stuff later. What would you like to uh, talk about today? I just wanted to do the immediate sort of Telltale thing. Yeah, well, we've got uh, a whole bunch of news that came out, uh, literally announced a couple hours ago. Hmm. Uh, Bethesda just launched its introduction trailer for Fallout 76. It's got Ron Perlman obviously opening up with uh, War Never Changes, which Hmm. I'm not sure you could ever launch a game again without him saying that. Uh, But then it goes into a full detail of Fallout 76, and then it gives you the uh, dates for the beta. So for Xbox uh, One, it'll be on October 23rd, and then October 30th for PlayStation 4 and PC, so Xbox owners will get it a full week in advance. Uh, Bethesda also talked about how this is going to be a stress, tre- stress test and uh, game-breaking uh, uh, beta, because uh, they said yeah. there are some uh, works in progress that we know about or have issues. And we need to help identify more issues in advance to the November 14th launch date. Now, obviously, this is an online game, so you will need uh, Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus if you want to play it on your console. Yep. And 
since it's an online title, you're going to need either one of those uh, for the final game. Uh, the beta will weigh you in at 45 gigs and is not available to preload. Um, PC players will not need to re-download anything when it's officially released. Uh, you'll just need to buy the game. So if you download the beta hmm. and, and like it and buy the game on your PC, it'll be pretty much that game. I mean, I'm sure there'll be day one patches. I'd be shocked if there wasn't a day one patch. But Yeah, the, uh, the PC Master Race that doesn't include me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh. Yeah, and I need I'm long overdue on doing a rebuild on my PC, but I don't see that I mean, happening anytime soon. I mean hey, I've been playing on consoles for years anyway, so it's not like that's really gonna change. So Yeah. <coughs> and there's a few games that I play on PC just because you can't get them on consoles. Yeah. And they really wouldn't work on a console anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so what's your interest for seventy six, Fallout seventy six? Well, I'm definitely gonna do the beta. I did a pre-order and then canceled the pre-order after I got my beta code. Yeah. Um, and really, it's it's all going to depend on that beta, and it's going to depend on if I think I can have enough fun doing this solo. Mm. Then I might buy the game, and if it's something that you know I kind of have to have four people to do, well, it's perfect example is uh, the Daybreak DLC. Uh, you know, you can play the solo part of it and then get half the uh, renowned points or you could play a queue up into the four people and you know you might get four randos that are really good and you might get four randos that you know are total selfish and then you're just always there with uh, yeah. no ammo and no health packs and just waiting for the next wave to end until you can run out and then not get the gear you need so that's going to be uh, the big determinant mm-hmm. of how much of this game I can play solo without anything else yeah, my interest level is fairly low. Um, like, I, there's going to be an audience for this game, so that my input on that doesn't quite matter so much. Um, but, like, because this is coming out around that sort of October, November thing, I'm going to be, like, playing the Spider-Man DLC and stuff. Assassin's Creed will be... Well, it's out early October, so I'll see what point I am at with that game. Uh, and then, like, Red Dead comes out. That's going to be a massive game. And then <clears throat> November itself, you've got, like, Spyro that comes out. You've got Hitman that comes out. Um, and I'm not rushing any of these games I'm mentioning because there's no reason to. Just the same way I didn't rush Spider-Man or anything. Um, so, yeah, it's just, uh, it's not even to do with the time of year it's coming out or anything. It's just I just don't really have the interest for it in the first place. So, uh, but there's going to be an audience for it, and they will uh, hopefully enjoy it. So, and there's going to be be people that will mod the game and do all sorts of weird, crazy stuff if they're able to, I assume. Um, so yeah, the game the, the game will do fine, I think. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, anything else you want to talk about here? Yeah, I'm just looking up uh, games that are coming out in November and de- December. You got uh, uh, Hitman 2, SNK yep. 40th Anniversary, Spyro Reignited, Fault 76, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Civ hmm. 6 on the Switch. Battlefield 5, uh, Darksiders 3, Just Cause 4 comes out in December, Persona 3, Persona 5, and Super Smash Brothers all come out in early December. Yep. So there's uh, there's so many games coming out in that window. That's something that you could easily miss. Mm-hmm. Competition. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, especially yep. with like, you know, Fortnite's the biggest game in the world right now and it's still going to be going at that time. Um, so yeah, online competitive stuff is going to be going to be interesting to see which games get left out and of course there's like Overwatch is in there as well uh, and um, Diablo is coming to Twitch at some point I can't remember when that is but uh, yeah there's going to be a lot of online games coming out um, so we'll see what comes out on top oh yeah and Black Ops 4 mm-hmm. as well that has its own stuff so yeah uh, yeah it's going to be interesting um, what else would you like to talk about uh, well Microsoft did another giant announcement dump today earlier uh they announced that uh, the xbox one console will soon enable mouse and keyboard support mm. and they immediately followed that up by announcing a partnership with razor to bring you mouse and keyboard options specifically for the xbox one in terms of like branded uh, mice and branded keyboards yeah um this is going to be an update on the hardware level so it's not like your games are going to automatically support mouse and keyboard. Individual developers will have to decide whether or not they want to support that and then add in the uh, patches to do that. Yeah. 
uh, Warframe has already announced and confirmed that it's going to be one of the first games to, you know, obviously they wanted to be first out of the gate. Uh, right now, the mouse and keyboard is only for insiders, but there's no official date on that yet. Uh, weirdly, another new announcement that they did is that they announced there's going to be a global Xbox celebration event called XO18, hmm. which will be taking place in Mexico, Symbi- Mexico City on November 10th and 11th. Uh, new, no details out as of yet, but Microsoft did say it will feature, quote, the largest live inside Xbox episode ever. So you can pretty much count on Major Nelson being there. Yep, hopefully he is. Um, yeah, I just want to I want to see what they're doing with like Ori and Halo, and uh, I know those um, games are a little far off, like Gears Five and and stuff like that. And uh, my my interest for Crackdown Three is a little bit low, but I want to see more of the game first. But um, I know I'll pretty much be playing Ori because I really enjoyed the first one. Um, yeah, uh, mouse and keyboard support is interesting. I, I, I maybe Fortnite first. Uh, I heard that PS4 allows mouse and keyboard support, but I only heard someone say that on the internet. So I'm not sure in what detail that works in, or if if that's with Fortnite or what what games that is with. Um, what what about you? What's your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, it's interesting. It's always good to have options. I don't know that mm. I would do that specifically, just because. You know, my console isn't anywhere near where I sit and actually play, so I either have to get a wireless, and then you've got wireless lag, or you would have to get, uh, you know, a really long cable, and then even then, you still don't know if it'll work or not. Yeah, or like, you know, you got ba- battery stuff to deal with if it's wireless. So, um, yeah. So, have you played like a shooter with a mouse before? Oh yeah, I mean, I grew up doing shooters and okay. stuff. I mean, yeah. I played in, on my PC at all. I it's, a, it's like I said before, I play them, I just suck at them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I might try it to test it to see if it works or not, but I wouldn't do that exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you want from this Xbox event? Uh, I don't know, just something interesting to see and something interesting to talk about. Yeah. And most of all, I want to be home and not at work when it's going on. Because <laughs> I've missed... I miss all the uh, Xbox Insider stuff because it happens at like 1 or 2 in the afternoon and I'm like still at work. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what am I supposed to do? Uh, cool. What else would you like to talk about? Uh, well, we got a little bit of Red Dead news. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, uh, had some info dump come out. Uh, probably the two biggest things is that the hard drive space requirement came out as 105 gigs. That's a lot. It is a lot. The uh, info also revealed that the multiplayer count will be 2 to 32 players. And the final info is that the uh, mysterious PS4 exclusive content is only exclusive for 30 days. Mm. Which I'm okay with the console having like a timed exclusive as long as it comes out relatively quick. Yeah. Um, but there's been all kinds of weird stories about Rockstar with the Red Dead 2 on uh, coming Uh uh, another note is that uh, Red Dead Online will feature a beta this November if you've pre-ordered the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point you'll get a code to try the beta for the online function. Um, no real details on it yet. I imagine it's going to be a lot of um, just you know, you know like gaming and you know ways to interact with people. I don't know how much of the story story you'll be able to get with the online content of it, but hopefully a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, that'll be after the uh, game itself launches on the 26th October, which I'm looking forward to. Um, I listened to uh, the Kind of Funny Games cast this week, um, and because uh, well, I, I haven't listened to uh, some of my other ones this week, although a lot of gaming podcasts that I listen to come out like Thursday, Friday, um, which is, is crazy. I always get like I um, iTunes notifications and stuff, but hey, um, you know, I don't run those shows, so whatever. Um, yeah, hey, plus ours comes out on Thursday as well, so I guess like the end of the week is uh, a popular spot for, for that kind of thing. Um, but mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Jared Petty's quite into the game, and he's really looking forward to it. And he he was talking about some details, because they went to one of the press events you can go to to play uh, pre-play uh, games and get um, embargoed or whatever. You can say certain things, but you can't spoil anything or that those sort of things. They, they did it earlier this year for like Spider-Man and... Uh, 
what was the other one? Uh, God of War in Detroit were, were some of the other ones. Um, and he was talking about just the crazy detail, and I was, because uh, I was on the field walking the dog, uh, which is where I, like, most often listen to the pod- listen to podcasts. Um, and, yeah, I was just constantly astounded at the things that he was uh, mentioning, and um, just, like, the details of you have to, like, uh, clean your guns, and he said, like, uh, he'd stabbed this guy, um, and he was, the, the guy was bleeding, and, like, he put him on his shoulder. And the blood started going onto his like white shirt or wherever it was. He didn't specifically say it was white, but he had blood on his shirt. And then he put the guy down uh, next to a fire. Um, again, it's one of these press events where like you have two hours or something, and you can just you can just muck about as as much as you want. And um, he said that the guy started being like lit on fire, and then he still had the blood on his shirt, and he went into a town, and um, people started like reacting to it and freaking out. So sounds incredibly realistic like for all those sorts of things to happen and uh i think like you have to clean your guns and you have to manage um not in like a baby mode kind of way but it sounds like you have to uh, like eat every now and again or like uh, sleep if your character gets tired um so just like a sort of light level of realism because jared and some of the other uh people that i i heard talk about this week didn't mention it being anything too like ridiculous like you have to eat every 10 minutes or something silly like that um so yeah i i'm really really interested in this game and all the uh screenshots that have come out have looked really good um what's your what's your thoughts on red dead 2 uh i mean i'm glad people are hyped for something i played the original red dead uh never really caught on but you know might not just be my cup of tea mm-hmm. but speaking of ridiculous stuff did you see the article about the horses yep that's pretty funny. Uh, that's, yeah. And if you don't know what that is, I'm not going to go into it because it does kind of get not crude, but it goes down a road I don't need to. I just okay. just look up Red Dead and horses, and then you'll see the article. I just find it funny that that's something they put time into doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's why the uh, all, all this detail was probably why the game is uh, such a big file size. Because I remember when I was hearing about all this realism and crazy detail and stuff and i i didn't think about the file size or anything and then it came out i was like huh that makes sense it would be it would be that large um i'm not sure how much space i have on my ps4 but i could i could make some space i could delete a couple of things here and there uh, and then just have sort of main games installed um basically my plan is um play the fifa um what's it called journey thing this weekend and then i've got some tv i want to catch up with uh, before next weekend, so I'm going to do some of that, and then of course I'll dip in and out of Fortnite and and whatnot. Um, and then uh, I still got Life is Strange, the first episode to finish. So I'll be playing that, so all, all of that will probably keep me busy until the the following weekend. Uh, and then Red Dead Two, uh, not Red Dead Two, um, Assassin's Creed comes out, and I'm going to be playing that basically until the Spider-Man first DLC comes out. And then I'll play that, and then lead that into Red Dead Two. And then uh, I mean, I don't know how much Assassin's Creed I would have played by then, but I'm not going to rush through it anyway. So. Um, yeah, and then that will lead into November stuff, and it will just be a kind of a snowball kind of thing, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm like listening to the details and stuff this week. Uh, it really sounded quite exciting. So um, yeah, we're going into maybe a new era of games, um, and uh, we're going to get some probably some consoles soon in in the next couple of years. We 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 did some uh, next gen predictions a few weeks ago. If you look back in the uh, the archives, we talked about that. Um, so yeah, sounds pretty good. I'm I'm excited. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about here? Yeah, I got uh, two more things. One, uh, straight from the dre- desk of this possibly this can't possibly go bad. <laughs> uh, Devil May Cry Five has announced that uh, you will be able to do microtransactions for character upgrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, you'll be able to do real game, real money in-game currency to buy red orbs, which is the in-game currency to that you get playing the game. Right. And one of its main uses is upgrading your player character. Uh, in, a, in an interview, Hideki Itsuno, game director for the Devil May Cry 5 series, uh, uh, said that uh, he was very nonchalant about it. He said it's uh, you know completely up to the player to do or not do that. Um, the article that I'm reading does try to deflect a little bit, saying that uh, uh, real real money purchases are common in Japanese gaming. Uh, but then he does say it's a common Japanese gaming scene where mobile gaming is taking extremely well. And I have no problem with microtransactions in mobile gaming because most of those games tend to be free. Yeah. But, you know, you're buying a $60 game to buy more in-game purchases to 
you know, boost you up in the game. I I just don't see this going over very well. No, no, uh, not with one uh, Jim Sterling. So <laughs> I'm not sure if he has done a video on this yet. I'm I'm sure he will, but I haven't uh, haven't looked or anything. Um, it it is just genuinely funny to see him just rant about this kind of stuff. Um, when he did the uh, the two K nineteen video. Uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago when those details came out, it's just it's just kind of funny to to see him do that and like, I don't have to get involved with it or anything, and we can just talk about it little bits here and there. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny to to see sometimes. Um, I mean, I support what you said about microtransactions in the free to play games. Like, obviously, I don't support them overall, but I I I agree and understand with with what you mean there because that's free games that you buy bits and pieces for. You haven't paid uh, sixty dollars for it, or however much you pay for for these games. Um, yeah, I I don't have much interest for for Devil May Cry Five. Cry Five. If I hear it's really really good, and I see some gameplay that really interests me, like later down the line, uh, then I may take some interest. Um, how about you? Yeah, I mean that's not a series that I've ever played, so mm. I doubt that I would pick it up. Um, and when I say mobile games, a lot of the games they're all they're free, but they're also small developers. So they're uh, yeah, you know, it's not like you know it's EA putting out a game with microtransactions, or it's not. Uh, uh, I mean, Bethesda did do one, but you know that was that game got weirdly popular, and you can play uh, Fallout uh, Shelter completely, you know, without having to use a single microtransaction, especially now. Yeah, I didn't have years into it. That. Yeah. Yeah, and especially now a few years into it where they've done a lot of updates to where you can get, you know, more stuff and free stuff and other, all that other stuff without uh, um, having to go through anything like that, so... Yeah, if you play if you play Fallout Shelter properly and don't, like, go crazy and you organize your rooms and all that kind of stuff, because that's quite, quite important as well, uh, you will be fine and you'll have plenty of resources. Uh, that reminds me, I haven't checked on my dwellers in, like... A month or something i don't know i just you know other stuff came up and whatever um i still liked the game it's just you know what happens things come along and you and you get distracted um so i should i should check on them one of one of these days um <laughs> have you played much of it recently uh no i haven't really played it a whole lot i mean huh. it's i have it on my pc and i checked it out like a couple weeks ago but i haven't really uh done anything with it so okay um but yeah, I'll see what the what Devil May Cry Five is like when it comes out. Um, okay, what else would you like to talk about? Uh, the last thing that I have is uh, the Games with Gold for October got announced. Okay. Uh, some interesting choices on the Xbox One side. Uh, our Overcooked will be there from October first to October thirty first. I always was interested in the game, but that's one of those games where you have to play with your friends. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you could do it solo, but I'm not quite sure. Has why that, you would do that? Has Overcooked, over, over, has Overcooked uh, two got crossplay? Uh, I don't know if sense? it's got crossplay or not. I would hope that it would do it, but uh, I haven't seen anything on that. So because hmm. I know it's on Switch and some other stuff, and that that's one of those kind of little Rocket League, Minecraft ish sort of games that you know, child friendly, f- family friendly, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, that, that would make sense. I don't know if that is available. It might be. Um, but it makes sense. Uh, anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah. Uh, the, the game for the second half of the month is a game called Victor Vran. Mm-hmm. It is a loot-based action RPG in the vein of Diablo 3 on the Xbox 360 side, which I'm so, I'm so glad that they're still doing Xbox 360 games because they could have easily just cut that out for the gold. Yeah. But they're still doing it. Uh, it's going to be Stuntman Ignition. Uh, which is you as a low-level stunt driver in Hollywood, and you have to keep doing stunts uh, for films. Hmm. So it's basically like a a short burst racing game, but with like crazy explosions and objectives. Sounds like Crazy Taxi meets Trials, maybe? That'd be a a close uh, twitch to it. And then uh, finally... you're a fan of the hitman series then that would be how to do that yeah hitman blood money is a, a good game um i think i've only played two no i played three of them i played absolution which was good but had some like weird problems with it that you could get detected really easily uh i played the season game the first season of, of hitman this is uh this second one sounds more like it's just all in one kind of thing but you will have like 
stages as opposed to episodes like you'll have different like you go to singapore or then germany or whatever um like you go to different places i I think still to uh to do your assassinations um and i did play uh i think blood money was the first one that i did play yeah because then absolution came out i played that Uh, i still liked it but it didn't have um it had problems that blood money didn't which was weird uh and hitman one was was pretty good actually so uh what's your history with hitman uh, I played a little bit of it. Uh, it just never really clicked for me. But you know, it's one of those games that I could see the functionality was really good and the style of it was really good. It was just one of those things that it never really jumped out and said, "This is something I have to play." Okay. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed the sort of challenge of you know not getting caught in that, and it, it does get kind of. Well, I suppose it's your own fault if it does happen. It does get a bit ruined if it turns into like a shootout kind of thing. If you like get so badly caught that hotel security staff just comes at you but then you know try not to get caught um and usually in those situations you do you do get overwhelmed and die because you're not like an armored person you're someone in a normal suit or something (coughs) with a few gadgets on you um but i do i do like the challenge of it um and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what hitman 2 has to offer i remember in the trailer they had a formula one thing or like a racing thing and you you shot one of the tires or or something so i'm interested to see what that's about and what else the game has to offer uh, it's come out the same day as Spyro as well, so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, some good games. Any, any that jump out at you? Uh, I mean, the Overcooked is probably the one I'm most interested in. This is one, another one of those things that I would love to get like the uh, Entertainment Talk community together and either have like the podcast hosts do a couple, three games, or maybe some fans to do the games with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I'll go on to, I'll segue into the uh, PlayStation Plus games for, uh, oh, yes, October. Because this year's going so fast. Uh, it's uh, Friday the 13th, which is, of course, the uh, slasher game. Uh, just a quick side note, when I went to see um, Mile 22, uh, they showed a, a full trailer for Halloween. Um, the, the Michael Myers upcoming film, I don't know too much about the franchise itself. Uh, I was very impressed with that trailer, and I'm going to go and see that film. Because uh, Scream isn't coming out anytime soon, so I want to see some other horror stuff. Uh, horror stuff, rather. Um, what, what, where, where do you kind of stand with horror in general? Uh, I'm not a big horror guy, but that's mostly because when I was eight years old, I got dragged to the movie theater, and it was Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Wow! And that's uh, kind of brutal to see when you're eight. Sounds like it. Um, yeah. And it's not that I'm, you know, opposed to like blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore i don't mind it i mean one of my favorite films of all time is still braveheart okay and man is that a bloody movie but you know you have that in the context of you know middle ages fighting a war war is mm-hmm. hell and bloody you know that kind of makes sense yeah and there's some good uh, psychological thrillers that i like and have seen a few times uh probably the most notable one would be a movie called mind hunters okay uh it's got a lot of people in it. It's got uh, um, uh, Val Kilmer in it. It's got uh, um, uh, the lady whose name I can't remember. She, uh, If you've ever seen the show Cold Case, it's got her in it. It's got LL Cool J in it. A um, couple other three people whose names I'm blanking on right now. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> uh, nope, this is kind of before his time. Right. Christian Slater's in it. Um, but it's a good, I mean, it's, it's brutal and it's gory as all hell okay. but it's more of a suspense thriller than a horror flick so mm-hmm. i've really got into that stage where i'm starting to get quite into horror and stuff uh and i quite like it so uh but yes anyway friday the 13th is going to be free on playstation plus this month obviously you know uh the online game if you want to uh play with your friends then you'll already be subscribed to playstation plus anyway because you have to have it in order to download the game so it goes hand in hand uh, and then Laser League, which I don't know much about and have never heard of before. That's always kind of the uh, one of the sort of side games that they, that they had. Um, there was rumours this month that... Um, I think it was Neo and... I can't remember what the other games were, but they were the... You know when you have the earlier in the month rumoured games that... Um, oh, it got leaked here on a screenshot somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And like once or twice it's been true. Um, but no, that wasn't the uh, the case for this month. Um, but yes, Friday the 13th and Laser League you can download as well. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. Um, 
yeah, I, I wonder what they... Because I remember someone brought up in the comment section in some group, like, about the uh, the licensing thing they had. I remember we talked about it a couple of months ago when, when the situation came around, that they, they weren't able to release the further DLC. But it sounds like the game itself is still playable and running. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that the DLC throws, like, new add-ons, but then yeah. as long as it doesn't freeze the actual sale of the game, you can still sell it and you can still patch it, you just can't add to it. Yeah, well, I assume PlayStation wouldn't say, hey, download this game you can't play uh, on PS Plus, that wouldn't make much sense. Um, but yeah, hopefully they get those legal uh, situations sorted out and uh, people can enjoy more of the game, so... Um, yeah, the only other thing, I hadn't actually written it down, but I, I remembered it. Uh, did you see the new Death Stranding trailer last week or this week? I have not, no. Okay, it's, uh, um, well, Troy Baker's going to be in the game, because, you know, Troy Baker. Um, so now you have, who do you have now? You have Norman Reedus, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Guillermo del Toro. I usually say his name wrong. Uh, you have, not Laura Bailey, there's a, there's a, um, voice actress in there. I can't remember who who voices her. Um, obviously Kojima. He's probably well. He might be in the game. We 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 literally don't know. Because uh, I remember there was a mission in um, Metal Gear Solid Five. He was in. You had to like save him from a helicopter or, or something. Um, I mean, this is Death Stranding and, and Kojima, so anything can happen. Um, maybe he's in the game later or something crazy. Uh, and you have yeah, that's that's the people that are in it. Is unless I'm forgetting someone else. Uh, yeah, Troy Baker's gonna be. Um, in this game, it looks like he's maybe playing a villain, and he summons this big monster thing with a big mouth, and uh, Norman Reedus looks uh, not nervous, not scared, but um, concerned, perhaps. I mean, he might be about to die, so that's uh, something to be concerned about. Um, any thoughts on Death Stranding? Uh, I just hope it doesn't become like a Last Guardian thing to where we yeah. get little bitty updates every year, and then like 15 years later it comes out. Mm. PlayStation 6 <laughs> or something. More like PlayStation 9, probably. Nine. Kingdom Hearts 3 isn't going to be the last one. Uh, they, they're looking to, to do more afterwards. And then someone joked like, hey, Kingdom Hearts 4 on PS8. Uh, you, you, you just never know sometimes with this industry. But uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, two games that are... Well, once... Yeah, Kingdom Hearts has got a release date January 29th, I think. Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Death Stranding doesn't have one right now, but um, we shall see. Oh, if, if it came out within three years, I'd be shocked. Really? Wow. Okay. I think I think there's at least a PS5 game, like maybe a launch PS5 game. I mean, possible, but not likely, just because they've only just started doing development on it within the last year, and it takes about four years to make a game. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's been in his head for a while. And I'm sure parts of, you know, what he was doing with PT might have been a part of it. But I hope so. Yeah. When when he left uh, and kind of did his own thing, he pretty much had to start from scratch. So yeah, because he didn't even have if you had... the engines or anything else that he was working with. Because uh, yeah, Konami's got all those licenses for that for that Fox yeah, engine. Yeah, and he, so. and even if you assume a year of pre-production from stuff that you know he was able to bring out, it's like, hey, this is mine. I own this and all that other fun stuff. You know, like you said, you still got to rebuild the engine. You got to redo all the mocap. You got to redo all the voice work. You got to redo pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that puts the development in, well, what, a year? If a year, maybe a year and a half into that. Maybe. So that at a minimum is two more years in development. So that pushes that to almost 2021. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I see that maybe 2022 at the earliest. Okay. It would be funny if he, like, when the game came out, he was like, hey, I was secretly working on this at Konami when things started going bad. But then, like, if he said that publicly, Konami would be like, hey, you weren't allowed to do that. And then he'd probably get in. I don't know. That would just start a whole... That that would be funny, though. You know what I mean? Like, if he, like, early on started noticing problems and was like, this is going to whatever, uh, going to crap. Um, if he just secretly started working on a new game or something, that that would just be funny. So, uh, but yeah, that will come with its own problems and troubles. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, so thank you all, everybody, very much for listening. Uh, let us know what you think of Telltale and Death Stranding, and if you've got any uh, crazy theories, we 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 will uh, read them and stuff like that. Uh, let us know what you think is going to happen with The Walking Dead, uh, either the the show or the game, because we're going to be uh 
covering the, the show from next week. So let us know what you think might happen in, in either sense. Um, yeah, so entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all the content that we have. If you'd like to send in any feedback or get in touch with us, uh, entertainmenttalk.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com. There's also Twitter at etalkuk. Follow that for uh, the good place stuff that I that I retweet um, and just little bits of tweets here and there, maybe little rants and, and some other bits and pieces. It might be, might be some fun for you. Um, if you, uh, yeah, so Twitter at eTalkUK, there's also the Facebook group and the Facebook page, uh, there's also a small email form on the website you can fill out, just put in your email and a comment in there, that will get sent to me as well. Uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, there's a few different options for you, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, Amazon affiliate link, if you're thinking of buying stuff from Amazon, anything really, um, <coughs> please consider using our affiliate link, we will get a small cut of the amount that you spend. But it doesn't cost you anything extra. So that's a great way to support us as well. Uh, iTunes, please rate, review and subscribe to the feeds that we have out there. Like I said, from tomorrow, the uh, the good place is going to start getting uh, a bit more filled up. So uh, look out for those podcasts uh, on Fridays for the good place. Um, if you'd like to find the iTunes feeds, either search for the show name on iTunes or Entertainment Talk. And that will show all the feeds that we have out there. Uh, you can also head over to entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you click on the drop-down menu for the podcast page, click on iTunes feeds. There'll be a post that'll be straight there. And then just click on the name of the show that you want to subscribe to. Uh, it's pretty pretty simple. But please rate, review, and subscribe to us on the iTunes feeds that you choose on the plat- podcast platform of your choice. Uh, um, what else can you do? Uh, word of mouth. Tell your friends, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to. Tell them about the iTunes feeds or the website. They can come and discover the content for themselves. And then lastly, speaking of video games, which is what we're here to talk about. Uh, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games, he's got one. He's got a video game uh, streaming channel on Mixer, and I've got one on Twitch. You can follow those. And yeah, um, thank you everyone for listening, and we will see you on the next podcasts. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.